This is Nicole. And this is Daniel. And we are up to nine podcasts to magically disappoint your parents. Hey, we're back. We're back. Hello. It's October. Where'd the time go? I miss your faces. Spooky is spooky season. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Just in time for Philam History Month. <laughs> <laughs> All the all the scary things. Yes. Um, <laughs> colonize people. <laughs> As everyone's um, doing highlights, we're like getting down to the hidden stuff. Bum, bum, bum. Anywho, um, we got some fan mail. Um, I was going to be able to read it like quote by quote, which I usually do, but you know. Um, our Bruja Baddies Instagram has been hijacked by Instagram. I know it sounds really weird, but um, they basically made our notifications icon into a shopping bag. So I can't ever read um, wait, comments wait, made by our what? listeners. It had just changed two days ago. I've been trying to um, change it, um, but it refuses. It, it, it's literally forcing me to buy Philam product. Um, so, and you can find this on, our, uh, on a screenshot in our Insta stories. Um, I'll keep reposting until Instagram changes it. And I put... That's weird. Um, <laughs> Maybe I should check Instagram right now. <laughs> yeah. I put, um, nobody asked for this capitalist shopping bag, Instagram. Please change it back. Um, and I circled it. So if you want to ride them hard with us, uh, that, that would be helpful. But back to the fan mail. Um, shout out to Coconut Con uh, Podcast. Um, they... Um, huge supporters. We consider them family. And they have an amazing podcast as well. Um, so please, please listen to them. They listened to our last episode, which was our white partners, um, and they resonated with it a lot um, because they also too feel kind of like outsider Filipinos in terms of um, doing partnerships. So hopefully I did that fan mail justice. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't quite cite, cite it because of Instagram's uh, war with me, but um, thanks this is for the so, That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Gene, yeah. Gene, once Instagram fixes whatever it needs to fix, um, do you think we could, uh, what is it called, revisit the fan mail? Yes! That'd be kind of fun. Yes, it would be fun. So please don't stop sending it. Um, and we care more about you than the shopping bag. Please remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, how are y'all? How are y'all? Uh, Going through it. Hey. Ooh, karaoke in here today. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yesterday, uh, Jean and I did a um, a zine workshop with our friend Gina f- for the UNLV's Take Back the Night, put on by the um, the JNWC, and um, it was just really heavy for me. I like laid down mm-hmm. and just sobbed afterwards um <laughs> and so i've just like spent like time has a really weird uh way of like like i i sometimes i don't remember um like anniversaries or stuff like mm-hmm. that but like uh yesterday was like um it it would have been I don't know how many years that I would have been with my last long-term girlfriend like mm-hmm. I f- completely forgot that that was like our anniversary date which yeah. we share with like other people like we have friends that have gotten married on that day um and then um f- Facebook like showed me uh 
Yeah. Face, well, that wasn't actually. It did show up. It was like a picture of us um, at at a wedding, um, and so I deleted it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. Um, and then I also got a Facebook memory about like um, doing some pride stuff for mm. Clexicon. Um, and that was like a fucking terrible weekend because like I, I ran into my perpetrator and like mm-hmm. they like really went out of their way to like to like have interactions with me and it was mm-hmm. just like a really terrible weekend like I spiraled out of control um no I spiraled but not out of control and so it was just like very hard to like uh, I was, I was telling my partner this yesterday that like, like I navigate through the world, like knowing that I have this identity as like, or it's part of my identity that I am a victim survivor. Mm-hmm. But then like, like that doesn't come into question, but then I just always forget that like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm someone who's, um, who has experienced assault. And so mm-hmm. like that, like crept in to like my like just to like, hey, just so you know, trauma. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like so in, like weird and interesting how like trauma is very much like ebbs and flows, mm. and that like like healing work is just like how how do I um like how do I remember that these things will come up, or even if I don't remember that they'll come, like like how do I react to them? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like. Yesterday was very hard, but I don't regret doing the workshop right. um, at all. Um, and I just know that like, like this will be some, like, this is a part of my life, like the ebbing and flowing, like that's like never gonna go away, which is fine. Like I'm not, yeah. but it's just, it's been a while since I've um, experienced that. So um Thanks for showing up today, for sure. Like, um, y'all, we always send, like, a lovingly text before uh, the meeting. And I was like, hey, if you got to take care of yourself, take care of yourself. So, yeah, I'm very grateful you showed up today. Um, yeah, my body had a different response. But, Daniel, how are you? <laughs> oh, Plus, <laughs> Jean, um, who cares about me? What about you? classic Virgo's dance oh we're gonna get back to Eugene in a second (laughs) um um I'm I'm doing good uh I think for the since we last recorded um I've been kind of I've gone on like an artistic kind of like binge I guess Mm. um so I'm currently working on a or I was working on a cookbook um, ah. for, um, so I was commissioned to do a cookbook um, ah. of like family recipes. So then I created a cookbook and like I designed the cover um, and like we're shipping it out to like a, um, a printing press. So like it's turns into like an actual hardcover. Yes! And I'm just like, Ooh, okay. Like that, it was, it was a, it was a stressful process, but then once everything was finished and it looks beautiful, I'm just like, oh, thank God, finally. And then um, I got myself some like watercolor postcards Aww. to like do some watercolor postcards. And, I'm, and then um, 
like this week, like the beginning of the week, I started looking into like doing embroidery and cross-stitching. Wow. And, oh, wow. And wow. my partner was just like, you are truly becoming my grandma. And I'm like, that, isn't that, that the goal? <laughs> are, are you selling this cookbook? I would like to participate. Um, um, I'm trying to be a better cook Um, I am not selling this cookbook because this is like commit like for for someone to be gifted Ooh, to someone wow um, yeah is it like a family yeah um, it's like a family cookbook you gotta oh, show wow. us the cover later like i am you were oh that's amazing i'm so um, blown away but i am thinking about making and like reaching out to like my friends and asking them like hey do you have any like family cookbooks or family like recipes that you want to like include in like the cookbook that I'm like making or that I'm thinking about making um, and potentially like, like creating and like taking pictures of like the dishes and making my own cookbook. So oh my God, you don't know. I'm so proud of you. I, that I'm so hungry and proud of you. I don't know. <laughs> I have two different emotions here. Um, Wow. Yeah, Jean, I, how are you doing? Okay. Um, so yeah, Take Back the Night was yesterday. And, um, you know, it's, it's heavy stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my body had a, a response where it just couldn't sleep. Like, mm-hmm. the night before, like, it wasn't like my usual, like, get ready for the first day of school kind of excitement. It was just kind of like, oh, hey, it's the ghost of your past. We're just going to lie down next to you. And, Fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah. I about it. Yeah, yeah, like it. Yeah, it was there. And then after, I, even last night after it was over, I was like, "Oh, I'm feeling fine," you know. I was still chatting it up in our group chat for our um, creative team, cozy. And then I was like, "Why can't I still sleep?" <laughs> and that was my body's res- tra- trauma response. It was like, mm. uh, "Ghost is still here. They're still here." So yeah, yeah. Um, but here I for sure like had a glass of wine <laughs> to get me to fall asleep. <laughs> like, um, I had a different uh, way. I uh, I made myself some tiramisu and I just ate the Ooh. whole platter. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I couldn't sleep because of the espresso I put in there. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, Jean, did you say you made tiramisu? I did. It's like, oh it's like, um, it's a, it's a simple version. It's not like, whoa, I'm Italian, Italiano or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> It was like angel food cakes. I poured some coffee and threw some pudding in there. Is you know what I mean? Like homemade. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. It was like basic, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was comfort food and it felt good. Yeah. Wait, did that you sh- put any booze in it? No. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you didn't go to sleep. That could be part of the cookbook that I'm gonna make. Okay. <gasps> Semi homemade. <laughs> Munson. <laughs> Um, someone from Italian descent will be like that. Oh, it could be like Jean's uh, quick and easy tiramisu. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, inclusion. Um, yeah. So, um, Daniel, Tra- talk about trauma tiramisu. Trauma <laughs> tiramisu. We're terrible. <laughs> we are terrible. I'm sorry, everyone, but really, if you want comfort, that costs less than ten bucks. I tell you. <laughs> anyway, um, today's topic is uh, <laughs> today's topic is cultural fears. Um, 
So these fears are something that, um, you know, again, like rooted in our, like, our culture being Filipino-ness. It could range from like the aswangs or like anything taboo or um, anything that um, imposes or mandates like certain parts of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first question um, I want to ask is what is something you're scared of that you are told to be scared of? So in, in, in a sense, like what were you socially conditioned to do? Why don't you kick it off, Daniel? Tell us about <laughs> why don't you tell us <laughs> so I actually like sat for a bit like thinking about like what are things that um that I'm like socially conditioned to do and um for me um I've been told not to cross like cross my eyes on purpose mm. especially if there's like other people around me who could like blow on my eyes mm. um I was told that like if you cross your eyes a lot it might get stuck that way and that, like right? that freaks me out <laughs> That freaks because it's sometimes too like when I cross my eyes, um, it feels like my eyes like are staying that way, and I'm like, I know yeah. it's not staying that way. And then if I think about like crossing my eyes, or if I think about like post crossing my eyes, it just still feels like it's stuck that way. It's like, bitch, you have astigmatism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did Wait, not. Do we all have astigmatism? Probably. Look at us. I mean, we all. <laughs> um. So, um, what was I going to say? I know it's just like, I don't know if it's like a superstition, but like, I know it's something that people just say to like scare children, mm. but, um, I, I can't get myself to just cross my eyes, um, for like any reason, like on purpose. Like I, sometimes I do it like as a joke, but then like, I start getting really, really like anxious and stressed out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I have to stop doing that even, even though like, I know that it's, not cross it's it's not keeping my eyes crossed right but yeah so that's that's me what about you Jean what are you okay okay there's two that really stand out in my life and it's like when my like either me and my brother will be lying down and then we'll like you know we just want to get to the other side of the room or down the hallway and we just like walk over and my mom used to see that and was like you're gonna you're gonna get shorter you're gonna get shorter stop doing that and then you know we were cautious <laughs> but then you know when we went to really get at each other we couldn't like fight physically we just like try to hop over each other lying down oh my god just That's to be like, like you're gonna be short you know? oh my god just, like logs on top of one another <laughs> like this yes. yes um yeah and then it was like wrestling and then the second one was um sleeping with my hair wet because mm, yes. mom's like you're gonna be blind you know um yeah those were two that stood out for me what about you nicole dang you know i I definitely heard like the don't cross your eyes or you'll stay that way. Um, And I heard about like the don't go to bed with wet hair or else you'll like get sick was something. Um, But basically any sort of like uh, don't venture out too far because Mm -hmm. you'll get like snatched up or (laughs) there's a ghost over there. Like um, if you go over there, there's a multo, there's a (laughs) mumu. Which I'm like, I, I'm, there is like a part of me that is afraid of like uh, spirits and, and the dead, but like I'm kind of like at a place where, um, where like I just kind of talk it out, where I'm just kind of like, um, I know you kind of want to talk to me, but I'm not, I don't have the energy to do that. So I would maybe not today. So, um, I don't know. 
uh, yeah, those are those the, the like any vague like don't go there because of this. Right. Is uh, yeah. Um, so I want to ask, how has this fear uh, been maintained in your life for the both of you? <laughs> Basically, like any place that I want to go, like even like not living with my parents anymore is like, oh, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, I'm gonna go here, and they're like, oh, but. Um, like, there's just, like, a, a heavy interrogation of what mm. I'm going to do, and then, like, when I did live with them, like, yeah, they would still do that, so, like, what are you doing? Uh, why, why, you know, just, I guess it's, like, a parental thing. Yeah, what about you, Daniel? Um, for me, uh, definitely my mom, so, um, for the listeners, or for, like, the new listeners, um, y'all know that, like, I grew up with my mom, and, like, with my, like, female relatives, um, and uh, my mom's such like a, I guess like I would say like she's a beauty queen. Mm. Um, like she had very like fair skin, like like porcelain white, um, mm. like like jet black hair, um, and um, which is like weird because like both my grandma and my grandpa have like brown skin. So we're just like, where did the porcelain skin come from? Um, and so like she's in a sense like the standard of like filipino beauty yes yes um so and then like when she's uh like she's gotten older i put like she's arguably embracing the features of an older lady but like she still ma- makes sure that she means she maintains those like features because like like she has peppery hair now sometimes she dyes it sometimes she does it mm-hmm. um, uh one of her like front tooth is chipping like, she has, like, <laughs> I put a golden grill because I have no idea what it's called. But, like, she has, like, a golden, like, attachment on one of her teeth. And, like, she never, like, in pictures, she never smiles. That is a grill. Is that is, called a grill? I think, that, I think that is, like, a, like a not fashion, but, like, like a dental, right? like, purpose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the like, purpose is not aesthetic, but to actually keep your, like, teeth in or something. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, like... For utility purposes yes. um so it's there and like she never like smiles in pictures because she thinks that that's like not beautiful um her, her like her hands are starting to get really really like dry and wrinkly mm-hmm. but like she moisturizes all the time so like she's like she wants to maintain this like this standard of beauty and I think that idea of like crossing your eyes is in a sense quote quote not beautiful mm. and I think that's why my like my mom would continue saying like don't do that because in a sense you won't be beautiful or you won't look good to people's eyes yeah that is definitely a subtext I can see I for me I I relate with the whole mom parent thing right so like especially was mandated by my mom for these particular warnings um but I asked her where did you get these and she's like you're Lola and you don't question your Lola. So I'm like, wait, but like, even if you, even if you studied like medicine and science, none of that shit matters if you walk over somebody like that is grooving. And she's like, no, no, you don't question Lola. And you know, as somebody who's lived in the in-between of Eastern and Western thought, like I always asked and then I always got spanked because it's like, just do the damn thing and dry your hair before bed. Mm. So, um, yeah. Um, that's what I have to say about those that still showing up in my life. Uh, so, like, what do you um, like? You 
you say they're like mandated like what do you think is behind that like um you said that like don't question um you don't question your lola but like Mm -hmm. what do you think is beyond that if that makes sense yeah um i'll answer first um i think (laughs) i think it yeah it has a lot to do with just kind of like rejection of what it means to be filipino in a very subtle way right it's like saying Mm -hmm. Short is not the standard, right? You want to strive to be um, tall, right? That makes you an exceptional Filipino. Um, you want to have silky black hair like in the commercials that they show um, repeatedly in our country. So like, um, yeah, those, th- those things cannot happen if you don't um, do these two particular warrants. And so that's how um, I think that it manifests. It's, I think it's similar to... Uh like for my fear too, like the beauty standards about like what makes you like a beautiful Filipino Mm. in a sense. Um, It's just so strange because I mean, like now that like I've like thought about it more now that I'm older, like it's like that superstition is so messed up because it disregards like any medical or like physical, like causal conditions that resulted in like people's eyes being Mm. cross-eyed. Um. It's ableist. Like, it's ableist. Mm-hmm. Yes, it um, is. And uh, I would say, like, I put microaggression in notes, and now that I think about it a little bit more, it's like a macroaggression. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, like, for me, like, growing up, like, thinking about my young self, um, because of how I was conditioned to think, um, like, I found, found myself very criminal to think, to think that, like, Cross, people who are cross-eyed um, were like not beautiful when like a lot of them like were super kind super like humble mm. um, so then like it like it just frustrates me that like that I've let myself to be conditioned this way or to be conditioned that way um, mm-hmm. but yeah um, but but still like a part of me just like I'm still afraid to be to become cross-eyed mm because of like how I was raised to think and that scares me mm-hmm. Nicole what about you that well see that's interesting because it's like it's not gonna happen I know, <laughs> you know? So it's like where is this fear coming from uh it'd be interesting for you to talk to your therapist about that. <laughs> <laughs> um I think for me like uh what is like I since I don't live with my parents like that doesn't really play a role in um like me going out and I mean it's COVID so like I don't really go out unless it's to like you know get groceries or to go to work um but I think for my parents my mom especially that it was just like a form of control for her like uh just wanting to know where I am, where I'm going, um, and, like, who I'm going to be with, and then also, like, being a fear monger at the same time, so, like, oh, where are you going? Um, I'm gonna go do this pride thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, you know, uh, a lot of people don't like gay people right now, so uh, are you sure you want to be there? Um, Or, like, um, she was really worried about me going to concerts, like, post- uh, October one shooting and mm-hmm. I was just like I don't listen to country music so like I like 
I, I know that she was like really um, worried that I was there. And it was also really weird. And this is a tangent, I guess, but like a lot, when it happened, like a lot of people were really worried about, because you, you know how like Facebook is like, tag yourself if you're safe. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all, this is a country concert. Like I'm not going to be there. I mean, fucking sucks for like folks who were working in there mm-hmm. that don't like that yeah. don't that are not part of that scene um and as, that's not for me to like shit on people who like country music I'm just saying that like I'm I don't right I don't go to those things so like I I don't know like it just um I don't know why I was annoyed by that but um but yeah it's another layer of like an unofficial curfew right like yes hey-o. but also like a like, when I went to the South for Christmas to visit my in-laws, my mom was, like, really worried that, like, um, I was, like, like, you know, it's the South. A lot of, there's a lot of people that hate gay people in the South, you know, you know, according to her. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's mostly, I don't know if I'm going into the, the next um, question, but I, I think this is all, like, my mom's underlying fear mm-hmm. of being um, really queer presenting and like mm. the kind of violence that comes with that. Um, and so like when she does say this, I guess I, I am now going into the other question. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, but like when my mom does do th- this like type of fear mongering, I'm just kind of like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to like sit in my room and not go explore the world because everyone hates queer folks. Like, right. I, like, ev- I guess ever since, like, homophobia has been a thing, like, how, like, how would, how do queer people live, right? <laughs> it's like, and first of all, like, why are you, like, where, like, I would challenge her to think, like, instead of putting this fear onto me, like, what are you doing <laughs> to, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm what are you doing to talk to people around you to not perpetuate this kind of violence? Because this is definitely like her, like her demographic of like conservative Christians. um, Like these are her people. (laughs) So like, what are you doing to um, like, uh, what's the word? Um, not counterattack, but like, how are you challenging yes, the people who perpetuate this shit? This, right? this reminds me of that saying you always put on my board, which was, um, can you tell me who said this quote? Uh, we are our ancestors' wildest dreams, right? Like, and I think like for your mom, she just can't fathom this kind of freedom that you were navigating. And honestly, that's like something for her to talk to her therapist, but that is not happening in this <laughs> lifetime. Um, Miss Linda will not go to therapy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I don't know where I got that from. I think I, I don't know where I saw that. It's very popular on the internet. It is very popular and it's very true. It, it's, it's a poem. It's a poem. Is oh, it? Okay. I'll Sign take it you Google. <laughs> no, I, I read it too. Okay. But I can't remember where. Oh, man. We'll find it. Or someone in our fan mail that is in the shopping cart can send them. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is okay so kind of straight not strangely but like related to that 
I think I saw a tweet where someone said, okay, yeah, you're not always your um, ancestors' wildest dreams because your ancestors might have been fucking assholes. (laughs) That's a good point. Like you being radical might be their fucking nightmare. Right, right. (laughs) So it's best not to always romanticize uh, the past. Um, Yeah. And I, I wonder if, I, like, I need to do a deeper, like, genealogy dig, because, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that I have any indigenous, indigeneity in my roots. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, we're all, like, part Chinese, or, like, hot pot mix. <laughs> or, like, uh, if there is, like, some Spanish in there, it's, like, <laughs> like, a that's not something to be proud of, so, like, right, like, exactly. Uh, Maybe I am not my colonizer. <laughs> Wildest <laughs> ancestors. Daniel, how do you handle this fear now in your current life? Um, I just don't cross my eyes often. <laughs> <laughs> often. <laughs> often. And then I kind of just like let my mind go uh, wild for a little bit if I do cross my eyes. And then I just kind of, what Nicole said, it's not going to stay crossed. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> well, for me, I, uh, how I handle it is like, well, I did become blind. So maybe my mom was a one for two, you know, <laughs> like I, my, I still kind of sleep with my hair wet. Um, as you can tell, if anyone ever watches. Listen, it puts a wave when you get up yeah. in the morning. <laughs> hey, it's a Brazilian blowout, as they say. Someone once asked me that, but the other thing is I'm actually taller than your average Filipina. So, uh, one for one on my end. Right. So like I got, I didn't, that didn't impact me. I guess we'll have to check your brother's height. <laughs> Jan <Good> Michel. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, I, I, I guess um, even with all those, like, poundings of um, these types of warnings and folklore and whatnot, um, um, what are our tiny fears? Tiny fears? You know, and that aren't particularly influenced by like being filled, you know, but just overall, you know, it's the month of Halloween and Philam uh, History Month and Philam History <laughs> Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, this Disabled Rights Month. Month. Gosh, all of them intertwine in a lot of ways, you know, or intersect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I could start. Um, go um, ahead small fears uh speaking in public which is strange because i'm an english teacher and i yeah. speak in public all the time yeah um but i think when i'm like called on like in my head i have everything planned out and i'm like i know exactly what i'm gonna say <laughs> but i feel like my head is like going way too fast and my mouth is just like la 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 i'm like mm-hmm. so I, I i can't speak in public i really can't and as much as i try to practice it just it doesn't feel nice when it's like rehearsed. So I kind of just like wing it. But when I wing it, I usually just like melt into pieces. <laughs> oh, thank you for that vulnerability. <laughs> I think that's really encouraging too for people who listen to our podcast and be like, whoa, you can be scared of public speaking. Here we are, podcast. Um, I mean, I resonate with that for sure. Like, I. Um, to toot my own horn (laughs) I've I've done a lot of like public speaking like presenting research and shit 
So to do that in front of a bunch of academics is like daunting, but I like sweat every time and am hella nervous every time. Um, but I don't know if I have a tiny fear, if they're just all big fears. But um, I wrote down white men in lifted pickup trucks with American flag stickers <laughs> that have a blue line in them. That's a lot. That's happening right now. <laughs> and I'm also scared of the women in their lives. Oh. So white women's is dangerous. That's real, that's real deep, man. Um, which is really happening right now. <laughs> um, I have two tiny fears. Um, one is still escalators. I was I was with friends at the mall and one pushed me down the escalator. So I'm always <gasps> oh like trauma. Yeah. So I'm like what? <laughs> like if you ever see me, if we ever post pandemic um, go to the mall, you'll see me like do the cha cha near an escalator. And then I'll get on. you like rev yourself. Yes. yes. You know what? <laughs> you and you and Heather, you and my partner, <laughs> will need to do like a. I would love to see y'all at Fashion Show Mall once. <laughs> with your masks on really like just cheer each other on and then at the very top of the escalator i'll have like an escalator shaped tiramisu (laughs) with booze in it (laughs) and my second um tiny fear i just watched social dilemma and i think i never got on daniel's train about social media and so I watched this and I was like, oh man, it's really taken over my life. So I'm trying to lean off, um, sober up as they say, off my intake on social media um, slash um, surveillance camera. <laughs> That's really what it's become for me. So yeah, I'm trying to do less. And I think Instagram's fighting back because they turned the notification. <laughs> dang, dang. Well, <laughs> like, you know what? There was this. Um... Heather was telling me about it. There's like a, someone, a politician from uh, Louisiana or something that was, or no, no, no. It was a, I think someone that works for Fox News that's based out of Louisiana. Anyway, uh, they were tweeting about how the internet in their house would go out every time they would tweet critiquing Joe Biden. Yikes. Yikes. (laughs) So he's like, I guess he said, so I'm sending this tweet from the store. (laughs) It's like, um, A, first of all, how can you check your internet at home if you're at the store? Like, is someone going to check that for you? And B, like, (laughs) um, you still tweeted though, right? I know. (laughs) What a ding dong. Let's uh, our, our favorites for this uh, episode. We always yeah, like to send our, some love um, and fun. Our, um, what is our our weekly, bi-weekly, not weekly, what is, what is that called every other week? <laughs> bi, bi, bi-weekly. Is it bi-weekly? Uh-huh. Sorry, bisexuals, bi-weekly recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead, Daniel. Okay, uh, number one, I recently got an air fryer. Oh, shit, I love those things. <laughs> oh, my God, they're the best. They I mean, okay, are. the first, what was the first thing that I made? Oh, I forgot. What did I make? Well, anyways, so I made, um, I've already made, like, chicken, chicken skewers that went well, um, beef skewers that went well, mm. uh, the fries and the, um, the tater tots, crisp hay. 
Really? Um, yeah. I tried, well, we tried making um, chicken strips last night. Our first try was like a mess. Um, but the second try, like we would just like, um, like spray it with oil so that like it becomes fried chicken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That like that second, uh, that second batch went a lot better. So mm. if y'all are making, um, if y'all are going to make fried stuff in an air fryer um, or fried chicken in an air fryer, make sure you uh, stab some oil on it. But anyways, air fryers are the best. They are. They're great. Game changers. I see them a lot on the Nellis auction. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, but um, um, it's not up our alley. Um, number two, I know that, uh, I, I hope that some of uh, you listeners play Pokemon Sword and Shield because uh, the second downloadable content called uh, uh, Crown Tundra has uh, now been released. Um and hope to see you there because I'm back on the Pokemon <laughs> binge. Yay, shot! I've stopped reading. I like <laughs> I just don't have time to read anymore. And then lastly, um, advocate for yourself at work. Mm. Um, I had a um, very negative run-in with uh, someone that I work with, and like mm. I coach them. Mm. Um, and um, so like that didn't go well because like my job is to give suggestions and to make and to help them be a better teacher. Yeah. Um, and uh, they did not uh, re respond to the suggestions well. And by that, I mean like they would just shoot it down without even trying it. Yikes. So um, I advocated for myself, talked to my supervisor and I just told my supervisor, like, I don't want, I do not want to be this person's coach anymore. Heck yes. Because I'm I have, so proud of you. Because it's I have self-respect. Yes. Because yeah. I, um, because I, I'm a good teacher. And yes. if this person um, does not appreciate the stuff that I do for, for them, <laughs> hey, by all means, I could give it to someone else. I love that so much. Yes. Yes to all of that. Um, yes to you being the last recommendation on your recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Fucking hilarious <laughs> and so fitting. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'll go next. I'll go next. So I've been reading a lot of I call it uh, comics out of my comfort level. Um, so I read this one, which is called The Magic Fish, and it's you know not to ruin. It's by Chung Lee Nguyen, also known as Chungles. Um, it's about it's a coming out story told through folklore. And the main character just kind of looks like Daniel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god! It is so when the kid is reading folklore to his mom. Wait, she, keep it on. I'm gonna take a screenshot. She is. She like <laughs> Hold that pose. Hold that pose. Command Shift Three. All right. She um. She. she so, as um, he's coming, he's like slowly coming out to her through folklore, which is such a Daniel thing. Um, he, like she's reimagining leaving Vietnam. So like she translates the folklore differently to her kind of coming out. Like her like coming, like it's, they're like both coming out. But like hers is like being traumatized as an immigrant and his is like coming up in America as a queer kid. And I'm just like, Daniel? You're um, it up. Can I borrow yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's my first recommendation. My second one is called Invisible Differences. 
it's a graphic novel about Asperger's. And it's really helping me because as an extrovert, I kind of force people in the interactions to be out and loud. And this is helping me to like take two steps back and like hold space for the, that community. And the third on my recommendations is the Jeannie Midas Women's Center, which will be changing its name um, officially and unofficially. I don't want to, you don't want to <laughs> drop the balloons on that. Um, so um, I just want, I just really am a huge fan of like, the healing work in academia that I wish um, many people could emulate or replicate and yeah. take no credit for it. You know, like I just, if it's possible there, can it be possible everywhere else? And I guess like, I'm just going to fangirl it out until I see it really come into fruition in education spaces. So uh, I'll be hanging around online. I'm going to co-sign on that because I too love the JNWC so much. And um they are so special and so radical. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that they deserve all the funding that the university has. Um, and I'm going to get a little petty here for a second. Okay. So, okay. It's, your, so, it's your section anyway. <laughs> okay. So my recommendation is being petty. No, that's terrible. Um, but okay. Do you remember when Anita, Dr. Anita Hill came to UNLV and did yeah. a um a barrack lecture at UNLV and like back in the golden days yeah like back in the golden days of early 2020 <laughs> when we could still leave the house and there goes biscuit um and they didn't mention JWC at all oh no like they didn't even like invite them on to like um to like announce Dr. Hill. <laughs> like, exactly. I'm like, y'all got all this money to pretend that you care about this kind of stuff, but you have a center on campus that directly does this work and mm -hmm. you didn't even in bring them on. Oof. So anyway, listeners, <laughs> if you love to donate money, um, please hit up JNWCs. Um, I think they have like a, like a fund. There's yeah, like a care, care survivor. Yeah. yeah, there's like a care fund that y'all can um, donate to. All right, um, tell us about your recs, friend. Oh, my other rec is um, so my favorite white band, <laughs> tennis. It's a husband and wife duo. Uh, they do like like shoegaze type music. I love oh. them so much. Um, they're very normcore looking and sounding. <laughs> I love them so much. But they did. Oh a cover of the Carpenter's song, Superstar. And it sounds so creepy, like a murder is going to happen. It's going to be a sexy 80s murder where there's going to be like perm. There's going to be a perm. There's going to be a, a mall background or something. But it's so creepy. I love that song. Um, I also, my other wreck is Homemade S'mores because that's like self-care, I would say. And so I've been, like, I like to put peanut butter on um, my graham cracker. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And then I have these, like, the really big boy uh, mm -hmm. marshmallows. that are like, si they're like the size of my glasses, like, the, of my glasses. <laughs> yes, they are. They're really big. <laughs> um, I got them from Target. I forgot. I don't remember who makes them. Um, and then I do, like, dark chocolate because it, like, oh. it isn't too sweet. I'm hungry. <laughs> but I will also do a Heath bar. 
Oh, game changer. A Heath bar, but without the peanut butter, because then it's like too sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good warning. Good warning. So I know that Jean is hungry because I she talked about tiramisu. <laughs> she like was like mm, about the cookbook. <laughs> yeah. She also called she also called us uh, uh, hot pots of Filipinos. <laughs> And now, and now we're talking about s'mores. Jean, go eat. I get. Let's wrap this shit up. Yes, yes, yes. Wrap it up. Um, before we go, any last words on cultural fears um, or just the month in general? Um, you know, um, be careful um, while you're not trick or treating, mm-hmm. um, and don't crush your eyes or go to sleep with your hair wet. <laughs> <laughs> and don't piss off the um the mountain spirits just saying yes, yes. don't piss them off <laughs> um i'll say uh real quick that i i love the, that there's still storytelling even if it's very cautionary and really policing um i think that it's, at the end of the day they're kind of really colorful stories and um it's interesting what the values of them hold um whether they kind of diminish or celebrate us so um, when you hear them, weigh in how you feel about them. <laughs> Go ahead, Daniel. Um, and then also, if you like, what is it called? If you encounter your fears again, just ask yourself, Teka lang, wait, ano ba? <laughs> is this true ba? Is this okay lang? Ano? Kasi naman eh. <laughs> That's it. Thank you, Daniel. All right. <laughs> well, this is Jean. This is Daniel. <laughs> This is Nicole, and this is a Penai podcast to magically disappoint the white lady. Ooh. <laughs>